0: All right, thank you so much for tuning in to Forward Thinking Founders. This is the podcast where we highlight undiscovered talent. We're scanning Y Combinator, Pioneer, Product Hunt, Twitter, Indie Hackers, all these different networks to find really interesting founders and interesting projects and startups. And we feature them on the podcast before you've probably heard of any of them. And what's great about this is you get to follow along on their journey as they become more and more successful and say, I knew them when. So thank you so much for tuning in to Forward Thinking Founders. And let's get into our next founder you haven't heard of, but you will. All right. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we're talking to founders about their companies, their visions of the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to you, Sarah Wooders, who is one of the creators, one of the co-founders of Glisten. Sarah, welcome to the show. How's it going?
1: Good. How are you doing?
0: I am doing pretty well. It was a it was a calm day, and I'm excited <laughs> to be talking to you now and moving into the night of podcasting, woo! But I'm also excited to learn about what you're working on with Glisten. So to to start at a high level, what is Glisten? What are you working on?
1: Yeah, so what we do at Glisten is we uh, automatically enrich, clean, and standardize product data um, by extracting attribute information from product images and descriptions. Uh, So as an example, if you have some kind of uh, dress or apparel product, we can take the image and description and extract attributes like the color, the neckline, the sleeve length, formality, etc. So then you can then feed that into things like search or recommendation engines.
0: Okay, so it sounds like to me this is applicable in a lot of different areas one of them being like e-commerce as you just mentioned love to hear like before this existed um let's use just e-commerce as an example how do people wrangle data or what, what was data like before something like listen kind uh, i got started
1: yeah so right now managing and organizing product data is a really manual process So a lot of marketplaces or even food delivery apps, whenever they onboard new products, they have to actually have someone manually go through each of the products and categorize them. Um, Like for example, if you wanna filter by Asian food on a food delivery app, all those products are, not products, but food items have to be categorized as that, right? Similarly on an e-commerce site, if you wanna filter by the color of the product, then that color has to be tagged. Uh, So right now, if you want to have any of this kind of functionality or do any kind of analysis based off what attributes the products have, someone has to go in and manually tag that information.
0: That sounds pretty inefficient. Uh, And I can imagine there could be a better solution. So like with with yours, so how do you, I guess, to to go a little more in-depth so how do you kind of take the job of categorizing product information and doing it through software? Can you walk through, let's say I wanted to sell, you know, a, a blue mug that like just had matte on it or something like that. Um, or, or an example that you want that you want to use, like how does Glisten kind of simplify and expedite that process?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, we really don't think that people should be having to manually tag products like this anymore um, because computer vision uh, and NLP have gotten pretty good. So if you even just have the product image, you can actually extract a lot of information from just that. So like in the case of apparel, you can usually look at the image and train models to classify things like the product category, the color, um, the formality, um, and you can extract that all from the image.
0: So. Do you have an like? I don't know if you have an answer to this, but like, you, how much time it, you much you much save these giant e commerce companies so much time? Like, can you tell me like what is the? I don't even know if if, if the user journey is the right question, but if someone had a, a thousand different categories of items um, or, or products, is this just like a does it run through? Do you just like input files? Is, like I don't know the technical way to ask this question, but how would someone literally? um have glisten kind of categorize all of these how kind of can, can you walk me through that flow oh
1: like what the like the workflow would be for yes a yeah just thing? i'm
0: just curious what how, what that what that looks like yeah
1: Uh, well, okay, actually, well, right now, um, our primary, so a lot of people are manually tagging things. Um, like, you know, we, we know this one marketplace that told us that they have 13 people manually tagging. Um, but our current existing customers actually have like product data at a scale where it's not even possible to manually tag it. Um, so like millions of products, um. And these are mostly like e-commerce technology companies that are doing things like pricing optimization, advertising, search, um, that have like uh, thousands of retailers sending them data that they're trying to build technologies on top of. Uh, so because this is kind of our initial set of customers, we actually have an API. Um, so you actually, so you just like send um, like product information or bulk, bulk um, files of product information to the API and you get back all of the tagged products.
0: This is, this is awesome. I, I, I'd love to hear like, I mean, I'd love to hear why you wanted to get started with this in the first place. I, I, I you know, the fact that, that you're making this so much more efficient, I would love to hear just kind of the reason, uh, reason behind you wanting to start this company.
1: Yeah, well, it was, it was kind of, it was a very long story um, for how I got into like solving this very, almost, it's like a very um, specific or very behind the scenes in a way, but Um, I think like bad product data is something that affects consumers a lot. Uh, And the way that I came across the problem personally was uh, I was uh, shopping online while procrastinating um, and I was trying to search things. So I was trying to search like uh, a cropped v-neck shirt um, and two things came up. But then when I was scrolling through the rest of the the products in the catalog, there were like 20 products that should have matched my search. Uh, And I realized that the reason was because each of the products was missing information or they were tagged in inconsistent ways. Um, So that was obviously like hurting my ability to search the website. So I became interested in figuring out like, okay, like how can we match searches with images instead of the product text? Because clearly the product text is very unreliable. Um, so that was when I started building like image classifiers to extract information about, about the products from the images. Uh, and then once I had built that out, after I graduated, I became interested in trying to commercialize the th- technology because um, you know, I thought that it seemed a lot better to do this automatically than having your interns or visual merchandisers hand labeling things. Um, yeah, and through, through that, I learned a lot about the, initially the retail and e-commerce industry um, and how they're all just manually tagging data right now. And it's very time consuming um, and inefficient. Um, and, then, and then I also kind of learned a lot about how, uh, People are trying to become much more data driven in e-commerce right now, uh, and given how and how bad product data is, is really a big bottleneck towards people being able to become more data driven. Because if you're trying to do something even as simple as understanding what kind of products are people buying, um, you can't do that unless you actually know what your products are.
0: So, what you're talking about these e-commerce companies and, and other types of companies too, which we'll get into in a second, but the, these e-commerce companies or the, anything that has products, they want to be more data-driven. They want to be smarter with that. So let's say they they use your software, they use your product, and then they get clean data. Can you talk about some of the ways they can use that data uh, and, and, you know, I guess the outcomes of, of having that clean data and not having people having to manually do it?
1: Um, Yeah, so one of the big applications is actually in like product recommendations. Um, So anytime you're trying to buy something, usually the site is doing a lot of work in the background to try to figure out like what the best products are to show you. Um, Or if you're getting like email marketing ads, like the products that have been selected to be shown in those ads have been very carefully selected. Um, Because this is uh, recommendations is something that um, is a huge driver towards conversions and Um, helping people compete and generate revenue Um, and if you want to build these recommendation algorithms the more information that you can have about each of your customers and what products that they're purchasing the better because for example if you have someone who really likes red clothes just as a super simple example uh, you need to actually know that they're clicking on a lot of red clothes or they're buying a lot of red clothes but you can't figure that out unless you actually know the colors of your products um, and this obviously extends to like every type of product attribute. Um, so the more detail uh, or standardized details that you have about each product, the more um, data that you, can, that you can feed into your, your recommendation algorithms.
0: So the more, so if, if, I, if I understand correctly, so obviously the more data, that a company has on a potential customer or user or buyer, the better so it can recommend options. Um, and this obviously doesn't just stop at e-commerce. Um, I'd love to hear, like, what are some other applications, not necessarily other uh, other things like recommendation engines, but, like, what markets could this work in? Could it be in, uh, you know, general software? Could it be food delivery? What other ways can people use this software? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, well, our so our, I think our technology is sort of generalizable to any any time you have a product or a listing online, um, because the only requirements is that you have an image and some text um, and people are buying it. Um, so, yeah, I think this is like a problem that's seen across a lot of different industries. So, uh, apparel was where we originally started, uh, and e commerce was where we originally started. But there's also things like food delivery. Obviously, you're like looking at a bunch of um, food products that you're selecting from, or even like housing listings, car listings. Um, I think we even heard an example of like how like hotel listing information is very inconsistent, and it's a lot of work to like aggregate and standardize. Um, feeds from a lot of different sources
0: so what what do you think a a world looks like when it, let's you know let's say that the listen blows up right which it will and and so many people are using clean data. does this just mean is this like a better world for consumers or can you paint a little bit of uh, um I guess what, what happens um, once so many companies in the industry have clean data? Is this a win for consumers? Is it a win for customers? Um, I'd love to just hear a little bit forward, forward thinking there.
1: Yeah. Well, once you have, I think right now the e-commerce industry is just has way, way less data to work with than it should. Um, And I think people have been pretty disappointed by how, little of an, or I don't want to say little, but like the impact of AI and like data driven technologies has been um, less than people have expected. And I think one of the major reasons for this, not just in e-commerce, but many industries in general is because there's a lack of good data. Uh, There's an interesting statistic that came out of, um, I think HBS, where they said that over half of data scientists time is spent on data cleaning and data preparation, because that's, you know, the most oftentimes the most challenging part, not the actual machine learning. Um so I think in e-commerce, uh what we really envision is like an, uh, a world where everyone is able to very quickly um enrich and standardize product data and as a result like other types of data like you know, purchasing or inventory data, and then build like smarter systems on top of that. Whether that's like uh recommendations, um like inventory uh management systems, um, pricing optimization. Um yeah so, sorry i like kind of, yeah. lost my train of thought there. no no it's all um, good
0: well I, I i have a question on you, you mentioned something there that um i i didn't know that about artificial intelligence how it hasn't progressed at the speed that some people expected it to um i i kind of would love your perspective on uh where do you think the development of AI is right now, and on the road to? I don't know if this is something you think a lot about. If not, that's fine. But I read a lot about AGI and you got OpenAI and DeepMind and everyone trying to find this holy grail of AI. Could it, what you're doing uh, with with Glisten almost speed up the process, or you know, or are you related at all to the the road to AGI? Or do you have any thoughts on finding AGI?
1: Uh, I don't know about AGI, but I do think that we could definitely. Help a lot of people like build better artificial intelligence or like data-driven sy- systems um, for like e-commerce uh, based w- with our tools. Um, because like, for example, like right now, if you want to build like a new recommendation system, um, you have to actually put a lot of work into getting the data, cleaning up the data. Um, but the the types of attributes that we generate using with Glyson. Um, I think it's basically like new information that you can like feed into something, um, or it's turning, uh, product data that was previously too disgusting and messy to be usable into something that you can actually use.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And something I like about you is that you, I feel like you're just a total expert at what you're doing, like you, which is awesome. You can tell by like how... How clearly you're talking about it i'm very interested like with how interested you are in this what is the big vision if you looked out 10 years you know 15 years or five years however far you want to look out um what's your vision for this and and how big could it get and if it gets that big like what will it look like
1: hmm. well <laughs> i think uh I, I don't know about like the long long-term vision but i think um in the semi-long term uh i think it would be super cool to have like Product data management that's completely automated. So, like, imagine if you like want to like list some new product. Uh, all you have to do is like enter in some pictures, just enter in some description, and then all all the information, like all the attributes, are automatically generated. Um, the products are all categorized, uh, and then if you ever want to like change the way that you categorize or taxonomize your products, you can just like you know change your configuration, and then. Um, like art AI will automatically like recategorize all the products based off your new taxonomy.
0: Is there going to be some, I, did,
1: did that make sense? I don't no, it actually does.
0: Sense. I actually, really? I actually, okay. it actually does make sense. It's pretty much like automating the whole process of in, and tell me if I remember repeating it correctly, but it's almost like mm-hmm. automating the whole process of taking in data, categorizing it, then putting it to work Um, kind of just all in one. Is, is that, is that kind of right?
1: Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. So basically like, uh, like a product, almost like a product database that just auto organizes itself. Um, where I think like the key thing is like, uh, you know, there's very different ways that you can taxonomize your data, um, or different ways that you can divide up categories. Um, and the vision would basically be like, if you ever, for whatever reason want to be like more fine grained with your categories or change the way that you like attribute your products, then you can just like, specify that. And then, um, the machine learning models will just learn that new taxonomy and then recategorize all of your data.
0: Yeah, that's, that's awesome. It's a cool, it's a cool vision. And I think it's a, it's a cool company. What is, uh, for my last question, what is Mm -hmm. something that the forward thinking founders community can do to help you? Do you have an ask, um, that you can, that you might have that someone can help with that is listening, whether it's user acquisition, hiring, following on Twitter, anything like that, how, how can we help?
1: Uh, yeah, well, I mean, we're always, we we always love to find new customers. Um, so anyone working with large product catalogs, uh, we would love to talk to you because, um, I think we can really help with the challenges with that.
0: All right. And then my last question is if someone wanted to get in touch with you or find you online, you know, or that your company online or on social media, how can they get in touch and how can they find you?
1: Um, yeah, they can email me at Sarah at glisten.ai.
0: All right. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I feel like I got a masterclass almost like in data here and I, I learned a lot. So thank you so much for coming on and I wish you the best of luck moving forward
1: awesome thank you so much for having me
0: okay thank you everyone for tuning into that episode i hope you really enjoyed it and luckily there's another one coming up real soon but before then i have a couple things to tell you first if you're listening to this and you think you're working on something cool or you think you're smart hit me up on twitter i am at matt underscore sherman and that is matt with one t so hit me up shoot me a dm and I'm happy to check out what you're working on. And maybe we can get you on the pod. But at the very least, I'm happy to give you feedback on your product or project or startup. Lastly, if you can please rate this podcast in the iTunes store, that would be awesome. I'm trying to get up in the rankings so more people can discover these awesome founders. And the only way to do that or one of the ways to do that is growing with ranking. So if you like what you're listening to, please just go onto the iTunes store. Give it five stars or four, you know, or three. I'm not gonna tell you what to give, but just tell whatever I deserve, you should rate that. With that, I'm signing off. See you next time, bye.